support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul, an explorative discussion about spirituality beyond mainstream religions. Hollis Taylor, author, psychic, astrologer, and alchemical mage, brings their non-binary perspective together with fellow drag king and trans man LaCrosse Ortiz, a Jewish Taino with spiritual background of exploration that has led him to an atheist perspective. Join these guys as they explore deep and difficult topics, all related to spirituality, offering a queer perspective, an exploration of interesting topics, and engaging guests to help explore conversations for the rainbow soul. Hey, 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 welcome. Hey. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad to see everyone. I'm Hollis Taylor, and I'm one of your hosts tonight, and I am a witch. I'm non-binary, and I'm a psychic, and, um, and an astrologer, tarot reader, and all-around kind of freak. And um, this is my friend Lacrosse. Go ahead, Lacrosse, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Lacrosse Ortiz. I am a Jewish atheist Taino, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. I like learning a little bit of everything. I feel everybody has a little bit of the truth. And yeah, I'm excited for today's show. Well, yeah, it's actually a really fun show because today I thought we would have some queer people on and a couple people have canceled, but we're still okay. We're still rocking it. And one of the people, first of all, that you guys are, um, everybody seems to know she's been on the show before. This is my partner and beautiful spouse. <laughs> well, Hi, thank Paul. you. Hi. Good to see you, LaCrosse. How are you? Good, and you? Good. Good, good. Well, it's good to be back on Rainbow Soul because you guys do such a great show every week. Thanks. I appreciate that, Brighthoff. We appreciate your support. Thank Uh, you. Well, it's always a pleasure to be here. And, you know, it's a special time of year. And, well, yeah, 
because it's your birthday. I was just going to say partly because I relate with the winter solstice in a very special way since I was born on winter solstice. Oh, happy I'm birthday. Like, we're on a dark night. We'll have to do the birthday song in just a moment. But first, first, I want to bring out my other friend that loves to work with us, who I'm so excited to be working on a spell book for with. This is my friend. Cricket, welcome to the show, Cricket. Hey, Cricket. Hi, everybody. Can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. we can hear right you. On. So right on. It's great to be back. It's wonderful to be back. And yes, Hollis, now that the cat is out amongst the Christmas ornaments, um, we are dedicated to, as our project together, working on a spell book for uh, queer folk, for all folk. <laughs> Nice. Awesome. Yeah, with the spells written for you and everything and all the stuff you'll need, stones. Well, you know, all the ideas and the articles and the history and the tradition and the, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight, right? We're going to we're going to chat about what uh winter holidays mean to each of us cuz we can all sell each celebrate in our own way all together. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And Yule is such a special holiday and you know, First, first, first thing I'd like to say is that some people that are watching the show may not know what Yule is. Okay, Fair some enough. people are like, what the hell is Yule? Okay, so Yule is sort of, it marks the time of year that uh, we is the 20th, which is the winter solstice, um, which is essentially when the days stop getting darker and instead get lighter so we celebrate the light and i think that that's kind of the over theme of every people all the cultures that celebrate a holiday this time of year are celebrating some sort of light in most cases um christianity has a lot of um history and pagan traditions um so it is even judaism Judaism. Yeah. It's a, the festival of lights during this time. Yeah, right. multiple cultures do. Yeah. Well, it's amazing. And it's, it's no surprise in ancient astronomy that so many different um, uh, sites of ancient peoples, whether it's Chaco Canyon or the Egyptian pyramids or the ancient Mayan sites, um, they all have astrological markers that line up with really significant, important dates, and they all seem to point to solstice. And then some of them also point to the equinox because it was vital that you knew what was going on. And if you weren't studying the sky, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's sort of the original clock, right? So, yeah. well, right. And why be caught unawares when the answer is right there? So, to mark these holidays through the angle of the sun coming through a rock or a structure that was built right or a window that is a certain way, because there are churches that are built this way as well. Exactly. To, to hit that moment. So for me, a lot of um, Yule and Solstice is the winter uh, longest night aspect of it mm. is to really, you know, um, it's been a tradition for a long time in our family. And my kids were raised with um, like staying up all night as they got older. You know, they got to step a little later, a little later. Right. So you could say the prayers to the sun in the morning because you sure were glad that baby was back because you could go to bed soon. 
you know so but you really felt the energy of what it would be like to not yes it's coming back but to be really glad about it <laughs> to build monuments to that feeling yeah for sure yeah exactly and i, I um, and I'm sure in the Taino culture of lacrosse, they celebrated the days getting lighter, right? Because well, they love the sky, right? The Yule, per se, our, our solstice is basically, it's, you're supposed to go in deep because it's like, like um, Cricket mentioned, it's the longest night of the year. So you have to go in deeper. And it's, it's like your, your big shadow work is done, your individual shadow work of contemplation and preparing for that light, you know, so just digging really deep and working within yourself and realizing the changes that you need to make so that you can start entering, I guess, into that light and, and being more of a light. So, yeah. Well, that's kind of the first step in healing just about anything Yeah, Yeah. is to admit where the problem is, Right. right? To sort of recognize the shadow. Right. And we feel lighter as soon as we recognize a problem for ourselves. We feel right without any guilt or backstory or we just suddenly focus a light on the situation and we feel lighter for understanding that. And now we can move forward. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Can I go for it? Share a little piece about. So my birthday is 1220 and I was born at 20 to 12 midnight. And apparently the not the the day I came a knocking saying, Hello, I'm coming. I'm the youngest of seven. I'm the seventh. And uh my mom said to my dad, Okay, this is it. And my dad had just finished hanging the Christmas lights uh around the house because he'd been working a lot. It's only five days before Christmas. He just got around to it. Sunday and uh, he had just finished hanging the lights. My mom says, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> so they call the neighbors over to watch the other six kids and he loads her up in the car and they get ready to go and she, they pull out of the driveway and she goes, oh, things are mellowing out. We have time. Let's just sit and watch the lights. So this was my birth story of watching the lights. So I started to appreciate you know, Sagittarius, this is the time of Sagittarius, right? There's a reason why this is the time of Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is the light bringer, the candle holder. It's the one sign in the Zodiac that's both um, connected to our raw, wild nature, right? It's part human, part horse, right? The, the centaur. And, uh, and, and with a sense of direction, like, you know, a sense of forward motion. So I grew up in Southern California and you don't really have much of a sense of the seasons. You just, you're fortunate Southern California to mostly 72 and perfect, right? Or at least that was what LA story, the movie told you. So um, in my twenties, I moved to Cambridge, Massachusetts. I uh, took a job at MIT and then at Harvard. And um, now I'm from Southern California, you know, and Hollywood basically, because that was my first career, to academia and Cambridge. And are you kidding me? Is this normal? It's 3.30 in the afternoon on my birthday, and it's getting dark. I couldn't believe it. So because I was in a new space, in a new place, in a new time, I did the 
most perfect thing to do on your birthday on a winter solstice when it's about five degrees out. I went for a walk in Mount Auburn Cemetery because Mount Auburn has one of the highest points in that part of Boston where you could see the harbor. So my friend knew, and Mount Auburn Cemetery, it's an amazing place to go walking because it's huge. And so we went on this really special walk and it's winter solstice and it's getting dark and it's a little bit of flurries and we finally get to the top and you can see all the way out to Boston Harbor and an orange slit in the sky and it's gone. And I look at my watch and I was like, oh my goodness, I think I finally understand why winter solstice is a big deal. Because I never had a sense of the longest night, you know, it just didn't, didn't occur to me living in Southern California. But when the sun goes down at 3.30 in the afternoon, you're like, God, I hope it comes back. <laughs> yeah, yes. 16 to 18 hours of darkness. And oh, to sit and, goodness. you know, to, to choose, to consciously choose to, like, turn off. We've done this one before. All the electricity. One time we went to someone's land and when we got there discovered that the electricity was off. So there was no choice. We were there for the vast and holy darkness. But it was about... 50 something degrees inside the yurt. So we didn't feel like we were committing child abuse or anything like that. But the fire that we did manage in the weather that was happening was like profound to us. And then a couple of us stayed up all night just to make sure the kids were okay and stuff. Cause by now there's a storm and we don't want to drive these dark roads at night. And so when the, when we finally decided that we couldn't see the sun, but it had to be up by now, according to our watches, <laughs> right? Boy, those prayers meant a lot because we could go take a nap too. You know, it's going to get a little warmer and brighter. We're okay. Well, I'm always glad to welcome Yule because I get tired of, I don't know, maybe I have season seasonal effectiveness disorder or whatever. Like I just get kind of sad or whatever, like have this overwhelming feeling of downness around the darkness. Um, so I appreciate when the light starts to come back just a little bit more light in the day it starts to give me hope and um so i'm always happy to celebrate your birthday <laughs> and uh so so on that note on that note i'm gonna show you that even birthdays can be queer and so i'm gonna sing your song bright hawk i am oh. not a good singer <laughs> but i'm gonna sing this song okay and um, this is the best birthday song ever. First, I have to credit the DC Radical Fairies. They are the ones that wrote this song, taught me to sing this song, and in fact, introduced me to the song many years ago. It's very important that you get the da dance moves to go down with it, okay? This is anybody's birthday at any time. It's your birthday, your birthday, you're coming to the earth day. It's your birthday, your birthday, you're coming to the earth day. We are so glad that you were here. Uh -huh. We are so glad that you were queer. Uh -huh. We are so glad that you were here with us today. Hey, sun and moon both proclaiming God and goddess both and neither. Hold you close on your birthday, your birthday, your birthday. <laughs> Make a wish. Okay, I'm making a wish. <laughs>
I'm the best partner we ever. We just had to sing that song at least once on Rainbow Soul. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like it's the perfect Rainbow Queer song. Yeah, definitely. Song. And it's my favorite. So <laughs> it's a great song. Me regular happy birthday. Sing me that. Song. <laughs> You're gonna have to send me the lyrics. Yeah, it's such a fun song. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, and back to, you know, speaking of your own traditions, you know, the Radical Fairies made that tradition up for just about anybody that had a birthday party. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was fun to sing that song to them. But we also, everybody gets to make up their own traditions around this holiday. And I know for me, um, you know, when my son was young, I felt that even though we were pagan and different, that we still had to have some of the same things because I felt like I didn't want to like take the holiday away from him or something um, just because we weren't Christian because Christian has Christian Christian Christmas um, is pagan. So um, most of what they do, it comes from pagan traditions. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so it wasn't hard. So one of the things that we did was we always, used a, if we used a live tree it was buried it was in a bucket so you have the whole root ball because mm-hmm. cutting down a tree didn't seem like a very pagan thing to do to me <laughs> when we're lacking in trees in the world um or you can use a fake tree that maybe you bought at the goodwill right um and we would always decorate it with handmade things like popcorn and cranberries um, and my son would make things but after a while, I got tired of doing trees. Like, I just got tired of it. So now that he's grown up, I don't do trees. I do a Yule log, barely. You know, I got a Yule log here. Um, it's a log with candles on it. So sometimes it's more elaborate one year than another year. And that's in a Yule log. I made my own tradition of three wishes, um, where the one wish is everybody in in the ritual makes a wish for themselves for the world for someone you know that you love is the second wish and the third wish is a personal wish um and i did that mostly to help my son think outside of himself you know because every (laughs) five-year-old is a narcissist (laughs) true every five-year-old is like they don't think outside of themselves so you have to kind of help them with that so yeah. do you guys have, I'm sure you guys have some traditions that you've made up. Uh, I know myself. I mean, we do do Hanukkah every year mm-hmm. um, and which is the festival of lights and miracles and times of miracles. I, I was more consistent when they were younger, you know, we would do every night. Now it's like I work. So I'm like, okay, we do nights one, <laughs> six and seven. And then, you know, <laughs> just make sure you leave the, the, the gifts on the table before you go to work. <laughs> but them growing up, yeah, we were pretty consistent with it. And and it was just a beautiful time. It was a beautiful time. And just lighting the candles and seeing the miracles, you know, reciting the stories of the miracles of what, how it came about. So, you mean but why, now, why? Why? What, I don't know. I don't remember the story uh, that well. So you the story, Yeah, the story of Hanukkah is basically uh, the temple was attacked and they had knocked over all the oil 
for the menorah because the menorah was to stay light, stay on all the time um, to represent the light of the world. Uh, but what happened was they were attacked, all the oil, and it took it takes eight days to make the oil. So what happened was they only had enough oil for one day. So there was the miracle that it went from one day and it lasted two days and it lasted three days and it lasted just in time for them to put the new oil. So it lasted the eight days. That's why we celebrate eight days Hmm. of, of, of the light. Fantastic. Yeah. And when does that start? It's different every year. Every year it's different because we don't follow the, the Greek calendar. So it's based on the lunar calendar, right? I think so. I'm pretty sure. It, I know we go with 13 month instead of uh, a 12 month. Mm-hmm. So, so every year, like one year, it could fall right on Christmas, and one year, like this year, it was in November. So, just don't, you know, I don't ever know when it's going to happen. I just look at the calendar. Oh, okay, it's starting this year <laughs> at this time. <laughs> Somebody's keeping track of that. My wife so much more than anybody. <laughs> She's a better Jew than I am at this point. Um, but yeah, and then we celebrate Christmas because she's that's what she celebrates. So now you have a house full of menorahs and a tree and everything. It's this big mix mosh of everything. Fantastic. How about you, Cricket? Um, you know, we were very eclectic too. I found that to be the best balance, especially raising two daughters and wanting them both to be spiritual. But most of the established systems around me, the one I'd been raised in, Catholicism, were patriarchal. So like you, I never turned my back on that. I wasn't like, okay, you know, we don't, like, Jesus isn't our boy anymore or something like that. But we expanded on it. We went like you've already alluded to, right? The, the, we called it the theological, the historical roots of theology and philosophy uh, for my in-laws. And... Um, <laughs> But we had the tree, and in our family, it's a tradition to um, collect ornaments that have stories and so forth. So I have some from my grandmother, which are now my girl's great-grandmother's stories, right? And um, we also had a Yule log. Teaching children responsibility, we did do the cut a tree down a couple of times thing because we're environmentalists, and so I wanted them to understand, and it was the tree farm of a friend, his grandparents were like the original 60s environmentalists and still own this completely self-sustaining solar tree farm and still did all of this amazing, you know, recycle stuff in their local area in northern Illinois. So we went and we stood there because the tree was as old as my kids. So it was a very aware moment as we all stood there and realized that this tree was going to give up its life. We weren't going to do, there was no root ball option for this. And it was going to come home with us and we were going to keep it alive for as long as we could. And then the park district had a special program we'd signed up for. So it would become wood chips and the kids could play with it because it was going to be a Christmas tree anyway. So we like, like we like stood around it in a circle and kind of, and thanked it before we cut it down, you know, and we were very careful about watering it and caring for it. And the girls would like show it things like in their life, you know, they were young enough to believe in tree fairies and spirits. And so they were right. So there was a deeper connectedness through all of that um, to this, 
time of year which has so many spiritual paths, right? You could just pick one. And as long as what you're feeling is in your heart, you know, like what yeah. LaCrosse was saying, the more I learn about the prayers from friends, I've been at their house a time or two. Um, it's so amazing and beautiful. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have anything right now? Um, well, it's transformed many times over my life, I got to say. Yeah, I bet. You know, with what I grew up with was, you know, Catholic insanity. And you can't even imagine what our living room looked like because... I bet there were I can. So people and everybody had, we didn't draw names. Everybody gave a gift to everybody. So it was obscene. It was completely obscene. I remember not being able the the you know tree next to the fireplace and the gifts spilling out by the time everybody arrived. And there was just the tiniest of paths to get by. And it was just it was obscene. That's what I used to always feel like. This is obscene. So um, I was really grateful to, you know, how we find our family of choice. And um, we've talked a lot about our pagan family and our, our community, you know, the fire circle family community. Um, I felt like I got the best transformation possible of the holidays by going to Hawaii every year um, and participating in an event there. And wow, what a great place to be. <laughs> on the fire island in, you know, of being a fire sign on the fire island on my birthday. And that went true for many, many years. And I had always felt like, yeah, now I feel connected into the earth and grounded into the feeling of Pele, the feeling of the mother earth, the feeling of earth creating itself. I mean, it doesn't get more real than that. The, the Wow. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it totally transformed. It had Zippo to do with Christmas, everything to do with nature and being connected with community and yeah. Right. And, um, you know, having magical experiences of seeing the sunrise on Haleakala and, and on Maui, they call it the beginning of the earth. And I just happened to be one of those lucky mornings that it was it was there the sun did rise it was not a cloud bank it came out of the you know came out of a cloud bank just oh i can't even describe it it's so it was so amazing <laughs> so that was that you know those kind of seeking out your most beautiful peak experience that nobody else can dictate only you know what's going to feel awesome for you those have been the most peak experiences for me around the holidays. And now, you know, you have grandchildren and we're paying attention to what's the right thing to foster them and in a good, beautiful way. And um, I think it, it, it always ends up coming back to the kids, doesn't it? It always comes back to, well, what are we teaching the next generation? Is it obscene gift giving or is it about love and connection and nature and you know, some of these more beautiful, I think, relevant values. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could totally bring back that Hawaii tradition at any time. Yeah, um, I would love that. Yeah, <laughs> we could bring that one back. But uh, yeah, and I think that 
one of the things that I thought I was mostly empowered with when I first became a witch on my early path, you know, when I was like 20, I thought it was totally awesome to be able to make up your own stuff. Like, I don't know why I thought that my mom was in charge of that, but I was so happy to make up my own, uh, my own traditions and yes, to find that's, out that's a very how, thing. how much, how, and, and that's all I've been, and that's my favorite thing maybe about witchcraft altogether is not only is it connected to nature, but you can choose to do whatever suits you best, mm -hmm. including just ignoring the holiday and pretending it wasn't happening, which I've done that too. <laughs> so um, I've absolutely celebrated that way. And, and in witchcraft, mm -hmm. it's no big deal. There's no such thing as sin or, um, or anything like that. So it's, it's no big deal. Um, it's like, oh, okay, well, you just weren't in the mood then. Right. I wasn't in the mood to celebrate. It's no big deal. So I had the best of both worlds with that. Once the um, our kid's bio dad and I divorced, his family still wanted to do the whole big Catholic Christmas Santa present giving the, the, the all the cousins, the living room you're describing. And uh, I didn't want to take that from them. So as a nurse, I would automatically just sign up to work like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the night, right? All the, and we would celebrate Yule, and Yule was more about the food and the gathering and the longest night. There were times where, you know, the girls were like, we're going to do it this year, Mom, and they would sit outside with, with for 16 hours with all of the big kids tending the fire and so forth, and then they'd go do the big present wrapping, unwrapping, gift-giving thing. And then they'd come back and they'd be like, oh, it's so quiet here. I feel so grounded. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I worked it on purpose and I would forget. I would have to remind myself when I got to work to say Merry Christmas to people because you're rude if you don't. Yep. Yeah. And I don't care either way, but for me, it was already, it, it had passed. I had done my celebration. It was interesting. Yep. I would just say happy holidays, but yeah. yeah. I always say happy holidays because it includes, to me, it always, even as a Catholic, it included Christmas and New Year's and the Feast of the Epiphany and yeah. the all the other Catholic things you got to do in that 14-day period. So it was, yes, happy, all of those things. I'll see you tomorrow here at the same building. Right. I, I have a good one. I prefer now, and I've ha I've been doing this for, I don't know, at least the last maybe 15, 20 years. A happy always and a merry everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Once so. I was a nurse, it was happy holidays because who am I to assume in a large city hospital in a very multicultural area of the city that every single person I meet is either celebrating Christmas or wants to talk about it. Right. 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 So happy holidays could be like, oh, and Merry New Year to you, too. And off they go because they got to, said something. But, you know, dad died today and we're not into Christmas anymore at our house. <laughs> right. Please yep. don't say the word. I'm still, you know, healing. I, I had a very interesting uh, Christmas, Christmas Eve. I can't quite remember in the village in New York City in, in uh, Greenwich Village. And my friends, I was with two of my good friends who really know New York City, like they own that town. Yeah. <laughs> and so 
they of course knew exactly where to take me on Christmas Eve for the Chinese, what's it called? Dim sum? Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. And dumplings and stuff. And it's this tiny little restaurant that's just jam packed with, and it's all community tables. It's all those buffet round eights, right? And we're three people, right? So we get seated with somebody else, couple here, couple there, somebody else. <coughs> Everybody kind of cross talks people like, oh, what's that? Oh, that looks really good. You know? It was a totally different, like, connected to community, talking to strangers, no idea, and no talk about Christmas, because you're right. It's not why people went out for the for the thing, you know? And, and I started getting in the groove, because I learned that the dumpling thingies that were this, this place was renowned for, they took about like 20 minutes or something to make. So when people start coming in and they're looking around there, you're like, hey, you want to order your dumplings now? <laughs> <laughs> everybody's looking out for each other hey can you pass the you know so it had this totally different like everybody sitting at a, a community dinner table but right? doing their own thing and at the at together and apart at the same time it was a trip wow <laughs> i was glad i had that experience once i you know? love it just happy being happy you don't have to have any reason or win an, uh, an argument or have a viewpoint or have the right religion or have any you're just having a community happy being happy right, right. yes right i know in uh in our cult well being Puerto Rican, uh, we do what we call parandas. And my father would take off from December 24th all the way to January 6th. Nice. He would take the whole time off because it was time to paranda. It wasn't so much Christmas as it was. And paranda was our version of Christmas caroling. Oh. So what would happen is, is we slept all day. Then my father, as soon as evening came, he'd say, all right, get up, get up, get up. It's time to go. He put his guitar in the van and we would go to people's houses and sing, wake them up in the middle of the night. Oh my God. And you had to make dinner or make food and you better have rum. And we would go from house to house. And if you didn't open the door, this was the, you know, you got, you had a penalty. They didn't talk to you till next year. But of course, next year was just a week away. They're like, okay, we're not going to talk to you till next year. But then that could be hard because when the holiday did come, nobody showed up because you didn't open the door. And it was about showing uh community and opening your home and feeding people and giving them drink. Wow. And we did this all the way up till January 6th. And I tell you, when I had to go back to school, I was so tired, but it was the funnest <laughs> time in my, of course, Feliz Navidad was the one song he played on the guitar to every house, but you know, but I mean, but it was a beautiful tradition and it's, it, and I'm a little, I took my children, I did it once with mine, but they were very little, so they don't remember, but oh, we were Jewish fun. at the time. So instead of Feliz Navidad, we did Feliz Hanukkah. So it was, <laughs> We just switched up the words a little bit. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was a beautiful tradition. I remember that we did. And sadly, here in the States, it has died out. I mean, they still do it in Puerto Rico. But here, it's 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 wow. died out. January yeah. 6th is a very sacred day for yes. people that don't know, right? It's the Feast yeah. of the Epiphany when the wise yep. men came to the 
Yeah, the Dia oh. de los Reyes. The, the I, three we kings did it, I did it a few times as a child. We had caroling parties. And I remember one time, we didn't do it in the middle of the night, but one time, I mean, we were in high school. I was surprised people wanted to, you know. I thought I was going to have nobody at the party. Um, and we went from house to house in the neighborhood. And I remember this one uh, woman in our neighborhood. She was a uh, teacher, single, really nice lady. And she came to the door, and as we're singing, she's just like, starts crying and crying she's wearing her bathrobe and i'd never seen her like this before and when she had to sing like several songs and then she explained herself she said i have to tell you i just got off the phone with my doctor and he just told me that i have a really aggressive form of cancer and i was hanging up the phone and had no idea what i was supposed to do or think or anything and you all came to the door wow so I still don't know what I'm going to do or think or anything, but I know that I feel better. And now I have hope. And I was like, oh, that's. <laughs> yeah. When you every holiday, angel. every tradition at this time of year, every anything I ever want to do, because I grew up in one of those families where there was a lot of uh, on a sitcom, it would be humorous yelling and fighting and holiday-ishness right and so everything i want everything to just have hope in it you know one year i purposely put up the tree and didn't decorate it at all in order to get past the drama of not getting the tree decorated by a certain imaginary date and then you what would the neighbors think of it? so I, we purposely had a tree with nothing on it <laughs> and i and i i took pictures on it in front of it on christmas day like this is my great it was like so I felt lighter for identifying what the problem was. <laughs> mm. Definitely. So lacrosse in Puerto Rico, do the people know that that carolers are going to come? Is that just part of the culture? Like everybody oh, they, No, they don't. They know it's going to come. They just don't know what time when. Some people are prepared. They have their coquito and their rum and everything ready. And some people, they don't know. I mean, a lot of them, they're not going to stay up every night just waiting. Okay, are they coming? Are they right. going to show up? I would want to know if it's yeah. tonight right. because I'll do the thing. But right. I think that's the excitement right. of it is that you don't know when they're going to come and you don't, and it's, you know, you don't know when you're going to get hit. I mean, we, when I was younger, I remember we would get hit three or four times. If we were home, we would get hit and we'd have a house full. And you're talking about 30, 40 people. And you got to feed them, give them drink the whole nine and everybody stays up till the morning. Like, you know, sometimes you hit a couple of houses and it, depending on the house, if they had enough food or they had enough drink, you just stayed there, you know, <laughs> until the sun came up and then you go home and go to bed and do it again. They party all night. Oh my yeah, God. It was, it was great. It was great. So if they were ready wow. for you. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's people so made weird. extra coquito and extra rum, you know, had extra coquito and extra rum and would cook a big dinner so because if not leftovers then if they didn't come tonight we'll hit okay these leftovers are for them tomorrow so, yeah, yeah wow. there's a reason abuela abuelita always had a pot of rice and a pot of beans yeah. always yeah. on the on the pot on the stove yeah. you never know when the paranda is gonna come so. <laughs> wow that's yeah. a great story i love that yeah yeah i love thinking about that like yeah i i've been caroling once or twice but Mostly just for a buck or two. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 
No, I think we had a higher thing there. We wanted food and, and drink. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're we were going that old-fashioned way. way better plan, <laughs> for sure. Right? I think I completely fried and burned out on Christmas music. It's absolutely banned anywhere in my presence. Um, <laughs> because probably, A, because my birthday is being so close to the holiday, and I did so many shows. So I was um, in choirs and, you know, blah, blah. And one of the things we did in high school was our choir got to be part of Disneyland's Night of a Thousand Voices. So all the different high schools would send in their choir tapes and they'd pick, you know, however many they could take. And you'd spend all day at Disneyland backstage rehearsing and one of the years we did it was with Ed Asner telling the Christmas story. And the nice. other year was John Forsyth telling the Christmas story, the guy from Dynasty. Oh, wow. And um, and then because we'd spent the entire day at Disneyland rehearsing and then that night performing, and then after the show, you get about an hour in the park, they'd give us a ticket to come back. And that's, you know, when you get to really enjoy the place. But it was always something really special being part of this production you know and, mm. and there's nothing like music right being right. part of a you know singing the choir of hallelujah for the first time you know and it's yeah. it's big it's epic you know and everybody feels it and it makes a lot of sense music brings everybody together so it makes a lot of sense that that's also a huge focus and i think it should be yeah yeah I did. Uh, I did drag shows at Christmas time. Of oh, you were the elf. You were so cute. <laughs> I did do a Christmas elf to um, what's his name? Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, Harry Connick Jr. I did a tap dancing thing. Oh my um, god, so cute! Which is exactly what apparently got um, Jade to <laughs> adopt me. That, that was the the last straw. I must uh, have you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. Um, I'm not a big Christmas fan, so for me, it was like, okay, I could probably be an elf, and oh, I'll tap dance. And to be frank with you, I used the, you know, leading up to Christmas is is where my anxiety is. So I used that anxiety to go into the tap dancing and I just focused on the tap dancing because I had to practice that, right? Of course. Right. So I'm practicing a couple times a week and um, getting, because I hadn't tap danced since I was eight and I just brought it back through drag. And <laughs> that was how I dealt with my anxiety actually um, around the holiday is wow. I used drag um, I, I knew I had to perform and I wanted to impress them and I wanted to see what would happen. And so, um, because That's I hadn't great. seen any drag Kings tap dance. Uh, <laughs> so I did. And, um, and it was great fun. It's great, great fun. Um, and I would, I took, I did a lot of that with drag where I used it to manage my anxiety. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's tonight's helpful hint. If yeah. you ever have anger, ever have anxiety, ever have fear, give it a job. Yeah. Give it a job. Absolutely. Focus on that. And lo, lo and behold, you get, get through it. the moment mm -hmm. in a good way, in a really good way. Yeah. And then it has a, a positive thing. And I guess that's sort of the alchemical way, um, you know, is to be able to go from lead to gold where here I'm, I'm, I, hate, I, I can't stand the season. It's too dark. And there's all these people just wanting to get into the money of it. 
Yeah. And um, Christian's trying to tell me that I'm wrong for being queer. And, you know, and, and that's part of why we do Rainbow Soul, because one of the things that I think that Lacrosse and I have noticed is that, you know, for queers, we've been told that somehow we're evil or something and that that religion and spirituality and stuff like that is not for us. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually is. And I I don't want to let them steal that from us. Right. Um, and I feel like they're stealing it from us by telling us we're not, the, that we're sinners or terrible people or something. When in actuality, we're actually mostly really good people. <laughs> so right. don't listen to them. <laughs> if you're queer, <laughs> don't listen to them. And you could do it however you want. And right. that's the beautiful thing about being pagan. And then and look at lacrosse. You know, lacrosse is, you don't necessarily identify as pagan. You're more of an atheist, but you still have a spiritual practice. You're yes. still celebrating the light coming back. Absolutely. Because it's, you know, some things are just traditions. I mean, I would go and do a paranda. I put up a tree in the house. I mean, it's just, most of it is just based out of traditions and keeping the the spirit about it. It's not about, you know, like it's so commercialized and so monetized at the moment, but now it's about, you know, I, yeah, the Christmas spirit. I prefer to be a Grinch, but my wife, you know, she, she thinks that's cute, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the one over there. Lose, lose, you know, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's, it's about keeping that spirit and keeping the positive because you know what, the rest of the year is hard enough, you know, if if this is at one point in time that the whole un well the whole world is kind of interconnected, even if it is through Santa Claus or menorah candles or Christmas trees, it's the one time where people are actually coming together and trying to be a little bit better. Trying. Right. Even though, you know, December twenty fifth, they go back to the same thing. But that one time, you know. I, you know, I look at it at that. I said, okay, I'll give you the one day. Okay. <laughs> it's a spark. Got to start with yeah. a spark. Man. Exactly. So. Yeah. At least we can appreciate that part of it. Yeah. All right. Well, I um, think that we should, we have a little uh, queer ritual for everyone and uh, we want to go through that. And I want to um, first thank Cricket for their amazing ability to make words rhyme and sound Mm. really cool for us and i'm so so if you uh experience this ritual today first i want to say please take what you like and leave the rest (laughs) please participate in your home as best as you can face the directions close your eyes and imagine that element um or what however it suits you or just sit here and watch us and be a witness and that's fine too and we'll be making wishes and I plan to do a tarot reading. And if Bella shows up, um, they will also, they will also do one. And I don't know about you cricket, but you can also offer one if you'd like. And then, uh, bright Hawk's going to do some beautiful music for us. And then we'll come back out and finish up the ritual. So I just wanted to say thank you cricket for writing this. Mm-hmm. Thank oh. you. Yeah. for You're writing. Welcome. You are blessed with your ability to make things rhyme. (laughs) Totally rocking. It's a fun little brain puzzle for me. And I really enjoy being able to give back. Um, And one of the things that I enjoy being able to give back to are like my spirit community. 
you know, even when I was uh, in nursing school and still a Catholic, I used to say rosary every night, man, mostly because it was a great meditation to help me fall asleep and Catholics don't meditate. But but I, I, I've received so much from spirit. So to be able to put these words down and then share them with others is really very special to me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I think you start it. Well, and so the wheel turns once again. The darkest hour is upon us, my friends. Extending the circle with compassion, we hold each other. A rainbow of family, friends, neighbors, and lovers. Passed from soul to soul, the sacred spark recreates bringing light and shadow together in grace. We are here tonight to honor and share in this time, light bringer, transformer, multiverse combined. As lights in the dark, we both illuminate and cast shadow, lead us elemental directions for as above, below air blessings and welcome to you sacred spirits of air we call you winter storms movers and shakers extraordinaire energies of winds lightning death and rebirth we honor your power your your lessons we give worth within each of us bruise a tempest if we let it may your winds of change blow through to clear the grit. Join us air elementals, bring us fresh air and new vision. Your wisdom is available, but we have to listen. Fire. Blessings and welcome to you, sacred spirits of fire. We call you warmth of hearth, granter of desires. Whether glowing and banked, cheerful flame or shining blaze, we honor your power, your lessons we give praise. A light in the dark, the spark is returning. Together, we keep that heart ember burning. Join us, fire elemental. Gift us with grace and self-recognition. Your wisdom is available. We have but to listen. Blessings and welcome to you, sacred spirits of water. We call you nurture of life and stormy martyr, an element of balance from cascading flow to icy stillness. We honor your power. To your lessons, we give witness. Purity and love, strength, flow, and loss. Through you, we can separate what we value from dross. Join us, water elementals. Show us the import, the import of your mission. Your wisdom is available. We have but to listen. Blessings and welcome to you, sacred spirits of earth. 
We call you in quiet slumber, neath life neath winter's frozen skirt. Sacred planet, beautiful home, mother to us all. We honor your power, your lessons we recall. Choices and choices, a time to call through all our seeds. Which are we confident tossing? What do we still need? Join us, Earth Elementals, as we master our situation. Your wisdom is available, but we have to listen. Spirit, blessings and welcome to you, Sacred Ones, Glorious Spirit. We call you through the ether unnamed without limit. Just as our electromagnetic patterns of this Earth hold sway, we honor your power, your lessons show the way. Surrender, realize, visualization, and trust. You give us the ability for ourselves to manifest. Join us, divine energy, as we ride this transition. Your wisdom is available. We have to but listen. Thank you. Thank you, Cricket, for writing it. Thank you, all of you. Right off. Why don't we get um, a little bit of your music while we do the Yule log part? Okay. <clears throat> Might have to tilt it down a little bit. But... Okay. I'm going to tilt the camera a little. if you're watching as I light the first candle speak your wish out loud for the world for the entire world for all of humanity animals and the earth as a whole and I'll start I wish for world peace next I wish for I'm going to build on the world peace that all beings know peace that all beings know love and a wish for healthiness Everyone, please. Go ahead, you guys. I think she can just play lightly and okay. your voice will just come over it for a minute. I wish also building on world peace, um, world community that 
we all recognize that everything that we do affects another and together we are so much stronger so much brighter right so together so world community put your wishes in the chat nice put your wishes in the comments go ahead lacrosse I wish for kindness mm. because if we can learn to be kind to one another, it just compassion begins. It's just like the first little seed that just starts growing. So I just wish for just basic kindness. Mm. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And our next wish. Uh, I sold a sold a Tara delay. I'm not sure how to say your name, but I think I said it right. And I think they are the person that will be on the show next week. Oh, cool. They're a musician and they're saying wishing for love for all and acceptance. Beautiful. Thank you for that beautiful wish. Asolde. Powerful thing when we ampli- amplify each other's prayer. And I'll keep featuring your your wishes as you put them up in the in the comments. And the next one, this is if you you don't have to say it out loud, but it would be great if you at least sent the energy out. You don't have to use their name. But this next candle is for someone you know, someone in your community that you know that needs a prayer. So I'm going to pray for my children, my child and his whole whole family that they come through this time as best they can. May all good things happen to them. Jamie said, prosperous provision for everyone especially all of those in the queer community who struggle many times to find the resources needed. Thank you, Jamie. Beautiful prayer. Go ahead, Braille. Um, I'd actually like to pass for a minute and think about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm go? going to say a prayer for my kids as well, our kids. Um, my two daughters are, they were just texting me today. They're getting tired, man. One's a nurse. The other one's a flight attendant, and they're tired. I know, right? I feel like I sent my kids off to the front lines or something. Um, so I pray for them and for everyone, for everyone's children, for everyone's parents, for everyone that is tired and still doing their best with this whole thing. And for those who are tired and aren't doing their best with this whole thing anymore, that they can get some peace, feel some connection, find a way back to their heart because time is tired. So prayers to kindness to those people. Yeah. 
Uh, my prayer is, I don't want to say who, just for someone who feels lost and feel that they have lost their way and that they have no direction and are very angry. I pray for them to have comfort and peace and can come to terms with their anger and realize it's not about being angry, it's the direction it's used. So I just pray for them to have some sort of comfort. Okay. Well, hold on here. Isolde said prayers for my grandmother and grandmother for their health and recovery. For your grandmother. Isolde. Mm-hmm. Jamie said for my spouse as they are still still healing from a collision. Jamie's spouse. I appreciate you mentioning what you did lacrosse. So without saying any names, I'm gonna say praying for for the afflicted, for the souls that are not at peace, for the souls that are not experiencing help, for the souls that are not experiencing community and connection. I pray that they do, that they find peace within themselves, health within themselves, strength within themselves. And it's an amazing thing that once you start loving that one inside, how the whole world (laughs) can look different. This third one is for our coming year. This is a personal wish for you. So my wish is that my path will become very clear and I'll know exactly what to do next. (laughs) Okay. And spirit will let that happen in whatever fashion it needs to happen. I'm willing to accept that path. I guess. uh, Wow, that was deep. And that's so reflective because that's pretty much what I want. I'm hoping that I'm open to see it and receive it. What the universe has for me. And that I'd be willing to go down that path. Mine is pretty much the same thing. I was just thinking as you were speaking how much I have to be grateful for, you know, the last seven years of life turned upside down and back again in various ways. And this last 20 months has been such a respite to get 
clear about everything, you know. So um, more of the same, please, universe. I am so grateful, and I hope, I hope y'all can see it in space because I am that grateful for everything I have. <clears throat> so adding to that, I would say. Oh, look at that. I'm in the song and the lyric is right there and it's a prayer we all know, right? Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference and the wisdom to know the difference. May I accept my destiny. May I courageously move forward in the path that only I can live with purpose, with passion. For the greatest good of all. provision and our own property to live on and perform our rituals more fully as we would wish and to provide for others in need as well. Fantastic. Thank you, Jamie. I just want to send out the energy for all of our wishes. As the light comes in today, may those wishes all come true. And it's so funny that everybody's thinking about their destiny because the North Node, I'm pretty sure on the 20th or somewhere here in December this around week. Christmas time, the North Node moves into Scorpio. Taurus. Sorry. Gemini. Gemini to Taurus. Into Taurus. So the nodes are on an axis. So the right. lunar nodes, the, there's a north node and a south node, and obviously they're opposite each other. And right now, the, no, the nodes are moving from the Gemini Sagittarius axis to the Taurus Scorpio axis. So anyone with the nodes there or any significant planetary things close to it, you're going to feel it. It's been quite a few years. <laughs> I'm glad it's kind of moving off of my node, and it, hopefully it'll be a fun ride for someone else. <laughs> so, you, so when the nodes move like that, I everyone think feels it. Everyone feels when the nodes move out of one sign to another sign, they trigger the north node as your destiny. The south node is where you came from. So I just want to tell you all 
that we're hearing those messages from the stars. They're telling us what the next step is. That is our message to follow our destiny. So in that, I'm going to do a little tarot reading for everybody for the coming year in ritual while we're here in sacred space. And I just want you to know that you have the power to create sacred space on your own at any time. In your own space. You don't have to do it the way we did it. There's a million ways to do it. And just so you know, it's a million. Hopefully we'll be sharing a list of those sometime in the near future. Right. <laughs> so as I pull three cards... So the first card that we have here, this card is to remind us of our community. There is strength in community. And anyone that part of the LGBTQIA community, you have community and you have community all over the world because you are queer. I assure you, if you were in trouble at a park and someone had a rainbow flag sticker on their car and you went up to that car and said, I need help, I'm queer and someone's threatening me or I'm in trouble somehow, that that queer will help you. Right. Yes. So there is strength in community and we are all here with each other now. And there is strength in community. And know that you are part of it. No matter how you express or no matter how that comes through for you. And that's what that's a reminder of. This is a reminder of our community. And this here. This card is all about the unseen. And this is our right now. It's reminding you that in the darkness. To recognize what you don't see. The energies that you feel are real. And when you feel things, they're real. And although it may not make complete sense to you and you may not know how to interpret it, they're still real. So pay attention to how you feel. Check in. How are you feeling when you're around this person? When you're with this person, how do you feel about yourself? Check in. When I'm in this space, how do I feel? Check in. And that's what this is about. Pay attention to the vibes. Don't ignore them. They're important. And in our future, we might be wounded. But the power of our thoughts is more powerful than we ever could imagine. And if you think you are capable of doing it, you are. Even if you're wounded. You can see how this character is wounded, but they're still holding wands. And in, in tarot, wands often mean thoughts or actions, especially thought related to actions like magic, right? Because that's what a wand is. And so that's what this is all about. Even if you're wounded, 
even if there's chaos going on in the background, you still own your power. You still have it in your hand. You still have a good hand. That's what this is reminding you of. Believe in your thoughts. Believe in your beliefs and know that if you believe that you suck, you're probably going to suck. And if you believe that you're awesome and you have some power and influence over the world, you're probably going to have some power and influence over the world. So the first card is six of wands. And like I said, it's about our community and how we connect with each other. And the next card, nine of swords, is about the unseen vibrations that we feel, the things we experience. And the third card is about our power, the nine of wands. So I just want to hold that true for you in this moment. And you can take what you like out of this reading or this ritual and leave the rest. And you can totally do this ritual. You don't have to feel like um, you, you don't have to feel like you're copying. You're totally allowed to do it. Okay. Yes, please. All right. So does anyone else have anything else to offer? For Yule. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all about love, man. So let's let's send some love around the world, shall we? Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, you guys. Everybody knows how to play this game because, well, it's kind of like our Yule candle here. You're the center of your world, just like I am the center of mine. And when each one sends out love into your world, well, my friends, we do a very powerful thing and we make world peace a reality. You ready to send out some world peace to the world? To your world? All right, here we go. May all beings know peace. May all beings know peace. May all beings know love. May all beings know love. May all beings know peace. May all beings know peace. May all beings know love. May all beings know love. Healthiness and joy. Compassion and love. Healthiness and joy. Compassion and love. Ready? Here we go. All together now. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. We can send it around the world. Love, love, love. It's what we've got for each other. Love, love, love. We each have our own world. Our own bubble. My bubble, my bubble, my bubble. It's filled with love and light. Your bubble, your bubble, your bubble. It's filled with love and light. Our bubble, our bubble, our bubble. It's filled with love and light. It's filled with love and light. All together now. Love, love, love. Love, love. 
it's the best part of being. Love, love, love. For yourself and each other. Love, love, love. We each have our own world, our own bubble. We each have our own world. And we can make world peace together by sending out our love. Love, 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 just send out your love to your world, to your world. Everybody now, let's go. Love, 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 love. It's what we've got for each other. Love, 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 for yourself and the planet. Love, love, love. May each look. <clears throat> Blessings to all beings. May all beings know peace. Blessings to all beings. May all beings know love. Healthiness and joy. Compassion and love. Healthiness and joy, passion and love. Last time, love, 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 love. I hope you feel my love, 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 love. It really does make a difference. You really do make a difference. Sharing world peace game with you and sending love around the world. <laughs> so that's not just a little lyric, my bubble. That that really came from a moment of. I get it. Sometimes life is hard. Sometimes you're walking into a toxic family situation called Christmas and you're trying to hang on to your sanity and you need to put yourself in a little bubble. <laughs> and remember, your bubble is your bubble. You get to decide who comes in and who doesn't. And it really, really does work. It really, really does work. Yeah, if someone's in your bubble and you don't like them, you can just... <laughs> <laughs> We got tools here, people. Tools. <laughs> awesome. I love you guys. That was fun. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I think I think we've had a very full Yule ritual. Yes. And uh, I think we can close it up. So what do we think? Yeah. And Sounds if good. you happen to have a dream that you want interpreted, please put it in the chat and lacrosse can do it. Are we gonna close at the end? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we're going to close. Here we go. Because right. whatever you open, as a pagan, whatever intentions you open, whatever things you call in as good pagans, then you close the circle back. And mm -hmm. give thanks and appreciation. So that's what we're going to do next. Thank you, Cricket. Spirit, hail and farewell, farewell, divine energy, sacred one. We thank you for attending this winter celebration. 
As we trust in your wisdom, we achieve our surrender to life just as it is, filled with challenge and wonder. Great or unadorned, grand or somber, through you we find that we need to reach onward. Go if you must, blessed spirit, stay as you will. Your revelations we honor and strive to fulfill. Earth, hail and farewell, beloved spirits of earth. We thank you for giving our lives their worth. As we sit with and sort through our gathered treasures, we find ourselves grateful for all of life's pleasures, big or small, savory or sweet. Through you, we learn to live life complete. Go if you must, earth elementals, stay as you will. Your lessons we honor, your wisdom we instill. Hmm. Hail and farewell, beloved spirits of water. We thank you for bringing the clearing we have sought for. As we maintain our balance through life's constant changes, we find it easier to flow through all of the stages. Great, grand or mundane, ripple or splash, through you we see any obstacle, obstacle can be smashed. Go if you must, water elementals, stay as you will. Your message we honor, for it keeps our cup filled. Hail and farewell, beloved spirits of fire. We thank you for lifting our dreams even higher. As, each, as we each become our own point of light, shadow and brilliance blend to sharpen our sight. Immense or humble, blaze or ember, through you we find clarity and the path we remember. Go if you must, fire elemental, stay as you will, your insights we honor as our life we build. Hail and farewell, beloved spirits of air. We thank you for those patterns which make us aware. As we experience our lessons of transform, transformation, we see that despite intensity, all is valued information. Thundering or modest, breeze or gale, through you we have life each time we inhale. Go if you must, air elementals, stay as you will. Your counsel we value, for we are listening still. The circle is open, but unbroken. Merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for participating. Thank you to our viewers who participated. And we so appreciate you, and we appreciate your um, sharing and subscribing and watching the show and sharing in this energy as we, you know, connect with the light of you all. Mm. So don't think we have a dream or anything, but no. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, so I want to say that we've had a great show, and I've enjoyed it, and um, I hope everyone gets to come back next week because our friend 
is a musician and they are going to be hopefully uh, sharing a bit of their music with us next week. So I hope you all can tune in next week to meet another non-binary musician. I think it's very important that we feature non-binary people on the show all the time. And uh, I want to keep doing that. Yeah. So, um, and I want to encourage you to take a look at our, um, take a look at our merchandise. I'm going to play a little, Go to our website, rainbowsoul.show, and um, and it totally has everything you need to know about ordering our merchandise. And Fabulous shirts. If you take a moment to get a very cool shirt that says non-binary is sacred, you support Rainbow Soul. So, soul, and we appreciate that. Yay. So thank you, and good night. Thanks, Lacrosse. Thanks, Cricket. Thank you all beautiful little ceremony thank you everybody who added into it it was so beautiful thank, thank you. you love it, was it. beautiful happy holidays. Yeah. happy holidays yeah. happy holidays a happy right always and a merry everything yes. <laughs> and good night good night thank you for watching rainbow soul a queer perspective on spirituality beyond religion we appreciate you sharing the show on your timeline, follow us on social media of your choice, and join our Facebook group, Rainbow Soul. We want to hear from you. Share your topic ideas for Hollis and Lacrosse. Explore upcoming shows and interesting guests. The Rainbow Soul Facebook group, where we build community of questioning seekers. Rainbow Soul, where spirituality is our medicine. Support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Jack all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So what exactly does that mean? It is a figure of speech in reference to a person who has dabbled in many things rather than gaining expertise by only focusing on one. So much knowledge and wisdom out there, at our fingertips, yet so difficult to grasp. Everything and everyone has a little piece of the truth, 
and it is up to us to determine what our truth is. In this busy world, creating the time, the space to nourish our bodies, mind, and soul has become a difficult task. So let's take a moment to learn something, something small, in whatever way the universe decides to reveal it. It could be someone's story, a quote, a spiritual practice, maybe a song or a movie. The opportunities are limitless and all around us if we just take a moment to see. We are all students of life experiences, so let us learn from one another. There is no right or wrong path. There is only your path and your journey. So let's begin our adventure and explore all the world has to offer and let us become a master of none. Divine Androgen, a sacred path for gender variant people. A book dedicated to every drag performer, transgender person, and other gender variant people that have passed to the other side, that have suffered the wrath of our binary world. Thank you for living your truth and treading us a path. We are sorry that in many cases that cost you your life. Now, we ask for your assistance in helping humans evolve so that we may all live in peace and equality. We honor your life by walking our own personal path of authenticity. Get this amazing book all about living as a non-binary person, a gender variant person in a binary world, how to navigate it, how to harvest your true self when you're surrounded by binary. It's a guidebook for people searching for their true selves. The book is intended for people that are gender variant and can be helpful for people searching for a more authentic self or clearing trauma. This book is about treading your own path. It includes my story in the beginning, all about how I figured out how I express gender, and now how it comes out for me, how I discovered it, and how I dealt in the world as a response to that. And it also details out the ways that I unfolded myself in a way that helped me live in a binary world, even though I was non-binary. There are steps in here to help you define your own path. Hollis uses the word divine androgen. It's like a label to define someone that defines their own authentic path, regardless of their gender expression, in a way to say that it is sacred to be non-binary, to be transgender, to be queer. It is sacred. Not religious. No, no. We're talking about more of a spiritual, conscious awareness of ourselves and our path on authenticity. This book is about defining your path of authenticity, as authentic and unique as that is for you. You can also order the book at divineandrogen.com.
shine.